What is up, everybody? This is your boy, Tony Float, and this is Morning Joe with Tony Float. Got some food for thought this week. Like you know, we've been doing the new segment we got going on. A little something to let your mind chew on for the rest of the week. You know, this week, it's going to be a little something different. I'm just, I got a couple quotes, you know, I read, uh, try to read throughout the week. And so when I do, I jot down some quotes that catch my attention that I like to chew on. And so I'm going to share that with y'all today. And uh, hopefully it provides some good food for thought for you guys. So we're going to dig in. You know what it is. This is food for thought, baby. Let's go. All right, all right, all right. Let's do this thing. Let's do this thing. Okay, so been kind of going back, actually rereading um, some books that I had read in the past and came across this little gold nugget here um, that I kind of made me start thinking again. So I want to share it with you guys. Um, and it's that book that actually I talked about this last uh, episode, right? It's the um, Poverty, Riches, and Wealth, Moving from a Life of Lack to Into Kingdom, True Kingdom Abundance by Chris Balaton. So he says, uh, he says in this, and, and listen here, because this is, man, I tell you what, this hit home for me, okay? Um, so check it out here, okay? He says, his Uncle Sally, let's, <laughs> Uncle Sally, good old, everybody has that Uncle Sally. <laughs> He says, his Uncle Sally had a small vineyard when he was a teenager. I used to work on his farm once in a while in the summer. This is where I learned about the organic dynamic of grapevines. Left unattended, a vine will spend all its energy extending its branches until it literally has no energy left to produce leaves, much less fruit. For instance, if you find a branch 20 feet long, the first 5 feet will have grapes on it. The next three feet will only have leaves, and the last 12 feet of the same branch will be just one long stick. A grapevine simply becomes a stick tree if it gets overextended. If you don't prune the branch all the way back to its area of fruitfulness, then the vine's capacity to produce fruit will be siphoned off to grow sticks. Now, this is a great example of our own lives. If we overextend ourselves beyond our personal calling and don't prune or quit our activities that are fruitless, we use the capacity we do have on things that don't really matter. Thus, we undermine our divine responsibility and derail our destiny. So as you can tell, this is along the same vein as growing our capacity, right? But this had me thinking, what are some activities in my life that are really fruitless? I mean, think about that, right? I mean, there there has to be something there that, that is fruitless. And if there's not anything that you can think of that's fruitless, keep that same guard up for things that might come along in your future that are fruitless activities. Now, it's not to say that you can't have hobbies, right? You can have hobbies. You can do things that you just like to do, like, you know, uh, playing video games that that's all right as long as it's you know not like 10 hours a day or something crazy like that <laughs> that that's yeah, that gets fruitless unless you're winning some crazy money like i don't know nowadays you just never know but you know if it's fruitless you know if it's fruitless so we can't just act stupid and be like oh yeah well i'm gonna make a career out of this or oh yeah no this is time well spent we come on let's be real with ourselves 
you have to quit those activities in our life that are fruitless, right? And this is what this quote was talking about, or this excerpt, whatever you want to call it. Exactly what it's talking about here. We have to take out, we have to prune, we have to quit the things that are making us overextend ourselves, that's taking up our capacity that we already have, that's limited, right? Limited capacity, I talked about it last episode, growing our capacity, we, we have a capacity, and when that's reached, we have to also ask ourselves, what's causing us to overextend ourselves that's making us waste our capacity on things that really don't matter? Because we don't want to derail our des- destiny just because we are doing things that are fruitless, right? Come on, you know I'm right. Come on, you know I'm right. So that's something that I came across there, right? I um, think I had one more that I want to share with you guys. One more. Um, now, this is also from... The book that I've mentioned before called Didn't See It Coming. It's by Carrie Newoff. Very good book. I hope I'm saying that last name right because I feel like I'm not, but it's a tricky last name. But it's called Didn't See It Coming. has has binoculars on the cover. Highly recommend reading that book. But now this one is talking about appetites. Okay, so let's listen here. So what fuels the cycle of self-medication and the insatiable desire for more. Underneath the constant pursuit of more, more work, more booze, pills, food, sex, things, that's an appetite. And appetites are strange things. Think about it. Your appetite makes you discontent with what you have. Then it convinces you that what's next will satisfy it. It seduces you into believing that what you know isn't true is true. Things like I've never been satisfied before, but I will be satisfied next time. Solomon phrased the tension so well. He said, no matter how much we see, we are never satisfied. No matter how much we hear, we are not content. And as we've already seen, food is a classic example of this dynamic. Whether you tend to overeat or not, when you, ta- when you have something that tastes amazing, which I have a wife who is a great cook, and she cooks some good food, so I can relate to this, okay? When you have something that tastes amazing, your immediate reaction is to simply want more, thinking it will satisfy your appetite. Now, some people stop, but most of us don't, and then we fall into an appetite-induced downward spiral. So here he's obviously talking about food, right? He's obviously talking about food here with this appetite thing. But think about this is applicable in any other aspect of our life. This is actually kind of in the, I didn't even realize this is actually kind of going hand in hand with what we're talking about here, right? If you have unhealthy appetites, if you have something that's an unhealthy appetite that is producing or not, that's not producing fruit more than likely. If you have an appetite that is unhealthy, that is just making you want more and more, you got to prune it. You got to quit. You got to cut that off because it really doesn't matter. Now, you know, not saying you can't enjoy some good food, right? But, you know, eating too much of it, obviously, that's an unhealthy thing. That's an unhealthy appetite to just continually want more. Think about somebody who overeats, right? I mean, come on. You don't. Come on. I don't have to explain that to you. Think about somebody who is who has an appetite for sex, for example. That's unhealthy too. That can lead to many, many different issues. Think about somebody who has an appetite for uh, personal gain or an appetite for um, uh, money, appetite for you name it. 
These can be unhealthy appetites, and if we continue to feed those appetites, it's not going to bear the fruit that we should be striving for in our lives. So we got to prune it to where we take it back to an area of fruitfulness. So we're not just growing these big old long sticks that just don't have anything on them, right? We don't. That's that's useless. So that's what I have for y'all. That's what I have for y'all. Went a little bit longer than I usually do, but hey, we're keeping it under ten minutes, so we're doing all right. We're doing all right. But let's. Think about that, okay? We don't, we don't want the appetite for seduction to make us believe that it's going to satisfy the next time. We got to keep doing it. It's going to satisfy the next time. We don't want unhealthy appetites. Also, along that same exact line, we don't want to continue to do things that don't give us any fruit. We need to prune that vine. We need to prune that vine to take it back to a place where an area of fruitfulness, right? We got to take back, we got to take away that stuff that doesn't, that isn't giving us any, any fruit. So let's think about that. Let's let that marinade continue, continue, continue to check out that website. If you can, a uh, new blog is up and posted go check that out. Uh, talking about growing your own ca- uh, capacity, go check that out. Merchandise is going to be coming soon. I know it keeps saying it. I know. I know it keeps saying it, but it's going to happen soon, all right? But that's basically everything that I got for everybody. I hope everybody has a tremendous week. Chew on these things for the rest of the week. Appetite, right? And identify those unhealthy appetites. And also pruning the vine. Taking out the things that are fruitless in our lives. So that way we have capacity for the things that do bear fruit. All right, everybody, that's all I got. That's food for thought. I am out.